hey everyone welcome back to coffee cream and convo what's going down you know what today is tommy what's today Come it's, on. it's sunday <sighs> yes but you know what today is tommy man there's like 20 days till christmas you know what today is no okay i'm done i, I don't <laughs> today is my podcast anniversary. <laughs> wow yes did we did we put coffee cream out a year ago no one year ago today i recorded my first ever podcast episode with come to think of it oh wow yeah Yep. Wow, I didn't even think about that. I, you know, look I, at you. I didn't such rem- a girl. Oh, I know. <laughs> I didn't. Um, I didn't remember. It came up as uh, one of my memories. Wow. And um, that's how I recalled. So yes, one year ago today, I recorded uh, that episode. What was it called again? Get to know your hosts. Get I to believe. know your co- your hosts. On uh, come to think of it. Yep. Yep. And uh, that was a, that was another fun episode. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. And um, that's what that's where the bug got me. That's where it hit. Mm-hmm. And uh, been... look at you, sick as hell now. Yes, I know. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> so, yay. Okay, I'm done. All right. Well, yay for you. Way to go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's all your fault. I Welcome to the land of make believe. Um. No. Yes, this is where we make people believe stuff. I mean, we don't make people believe <laughs> anything. People believe what they want to believe. We just share the information. It's up to the listeners what they do with it after that. Nothing? Nope, I got nothing. Okay. I'm surprised. You always got something. I'm a proletarian. Oh, God. Nerd. Anyway. <laughs> ready for this week's episode? I am. You know, I got I got into this a little bit. Yes, you so. nerded all the way out. I loved Man, it. Man, because I didn't know what it was before. Like, I, I just thought it was some dumb shit that made people act weird. No, no, you no. Know, like any other cult. You Well, we don't know that yet. I guess we we haven't gotten there yet. We haven't even told everybody what no, the episode no, is about. No, I'm talking about. Okay, I didn't want to give it away. All right. So while Tommy's rambling about things that he nerded out about, and we'll definitely get into all of his nerding shortly. This week we're talking about Scientology. Woo! Is it a cult or not? You ready? Okay. I'm ready. You want to talk about your nerding now? No. Okay. Well, I'll talk about <laughs> your nerding. So um when i came up with this idea i told tommy um that it would be a good way to talk about cults again like as we did in our first season where we Mm -hmm. did two episodes about cults and tommy didn't really know a whole lot so i gave him a couple of places to go look and do some research and tommy spent i think the last two weeks maybe doing something like that all things all research scientology i have been scientology out deeply immersed in it yes <laughs> that's i mean i'm not jumping up on tables on oprah or nothing oh, but God. man and i thought that's all it was like i thought it was like another kind of cult that just made mm-hmm. people do dumb mm-hmm. shit because they think they got the key to everything mm-hmm. in, their, in their hand and man it goes way further than that so for those who remember heidi loves all things culty not that i want to be part of one but i'm just very very interested in cults and how they function and you know why they fall under the spell that's just it's fascinating to me if i seen the way that you get into that kind of stuff and i was like your parent <laughs> i would have been so worried that you were going to join a cult oh my but you know oh you know me and you know how my brain functions on yeah. things when i told my father actually uh when we did the first ep- cult episode and he listened to it he actually thought that people would think that i was wanted to be part of a cult and that's right. not what i said at all no um, and I can see how people might think that, and it's not, that's not why I'm interested in it. I just scared that like, poor man. I did. I know I did, but I'm very fascinated by how people think and things like that. And it just really, it's, it's very, very interesting. 
Um, so for just a quick, you know, rehash, last, oh, no, not last season, first season, uh, we talked about a cult that I had been watching and researching um, that lived out their lives on social media. And mm-hmm. if you want to hear about that, definitely go check out our, our cult episode. It's, um, it's a it's an interesting one. It's a doozy. That's all I'm, I'm so, all right. Yeah. Okay. I was avoiding that. Yeah. It's a little too colorful. <laughs> I want to get them all hyped up and mm. they get over there and they're like, ah, we heard this. No, it's 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 interesting. <laughs> and there's actually another cult that's uh out right now on TikTok that I'm trying to do some research on. Oh uh, yeah. To share with you guys. I told you about it. Yep. Um doing some research on it, it's a lot. Uh, but I want to share that with you guys and probably in a future episode. But also in our first season, we sat with our friend Grace and we talked about her experience in a cult. Yes. And that was interesting as well. Strong so, young woman. Yes. Getting out of that. Yes. Uh, so for anyone interested, again, just please go back to season one and check out Colts episodes one and two. I think that's like episode six or five. I don't remember. It's in there. <coughs> excuse me. Wow, almost died there. I seen that. <laughs> Sorry. Excuse me. I tried, tried to hold it in, but it came out. You're all right. At least you didn't cough your ears off. I didn't. You I, were I, nice I, and you turned your face and I everything. Did. I did. I coughed on you though. Sorry. Um, (laughs) (laughs) if that's the worst thing you do to me today i'm in good shape all right because you know i do way worse anyway that sounds nasty i don't mean like that no r kelly um anyway moving forward you all right there i'm good (laughs) i was just thinking about you know when i put my hands up and you lick them (laughs) to make me put them back down yeah well you know don't put things in my face anyway uh moving on anyway in those cults episodes what nope (laughs) oh geez in those cults episodes uh we went over the parameters of what makes a cult a cult yes we we talked about that guy steven hassan and the bite model and so just for a quick rundown so you guys will understand uh what the bite model is bite stands for behavior control information control thought control and emotional control yes so behavior control it dictates how and who the members live and associate with majority of the time is spent with the group only Uh, it also controls who they have sex with the type of clothes they wear what they eat and things like that information control is withholding information or controlling the information that a person absorbs and keeping them away from people who left the cult or people that don't agree with you know the cult and whatever they believe in uh, you also have thought control, which is black and white thinking, forbidding questions about the leaders and their doctrines, and ooh, sorry, and organize the group to think in a us versus them kind of way. Which is so far. Okay. And these are all good red flags. Yes. Throw up there. Yes. And the third, no, sorry, the fourth is emotional control, uh, which is teaching that some emotions are wrong. Or evil and instilling fear that if they leave they'll be shunned or you know they'll be damned or whatever yeah yeah you got to remember that these people are in a religious cult most of the time so they really have a strong belief in their Lord and Savior so mm-hmm. t- threatening them with something like damnation even though it sounds ridiculous to someone like me All right uh, that can be very powerful it is very powerful it also tells uh, sometimes they tell people that you know you can't be happy outside of the group yeah and that the people that leave the cult are weak not only are they weak, but they're sinners. Mm-hmm. God is going to judge them on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of them even tell you that you're going to get sick and die. Yes. So 
with all that in mind, let's get into Scientology. So for the past few years, people have been talking about Scientology quite a bit. And I think it has a lot to do with the number of celebrities that are involved. Yeah. Like I said, that's where I heard of it. Mm -hmm. If it wasn't for Tom Cruise having made a fool of himself and (laughs) all these things. And then uh, who's that little white girl that he was married to? Oh, when it escaped. The one that was from Dawson's Creek. I can't, I can't think of her name right now. I can only remember their daughter, Siri, because you talked about her the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't think of her name. Well, if it wasn't for that kind of stuff, I wouldn't have known really what Scientology was. Like, yeah. it's just like a passing joke in certain things I've seen. Right. So, aside from Tom Cruise, there are a lot of other well-known Scientologists. There's uh, John Travolta, Christy Alley, Isaac Hayes. I think you told me Anderson Cooper the other day. Yeah, he was on one of those lists I looked at. There's um, a lot of celebrities. Like, yeah. people that I know by face and not by name. Yes. Also, um, who's that guy from that 70s show with curly hair that plays Hyde? Uh, Danny Masterson. Him. His wife, his, his sister, sister, yep. From The Walking Dead. I don't remember what the hell her character name is, but she just got whacked out uh, by the others. Well, I didn't, <laughs> no, I didn't feel She got whacked out by the people from Lost. You got to watch The Walking Dead. It's, yeah. it's the one with the black hair. I, 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 I don't know. I, I, you know, I haven't gotten through that yet. Um, there's also that lady that uh, is from The Handmaid's Tale. I can't think of her name right now either. There's a lot of... The main lady with yeah. the face? Yeah. Yes, the lady with the face. (laughs) (laughs) There are a lot of people that are involved in it. Um, I've actually first learned about Scientology from South Park. Okay. Now, I know you don't watch South Park. I don't. um, But I love it, especially for the social commentary. I don't really watch it as much as I used to, but I did catch their most recent, uh, you know, one that was pretty famous, popular, I should say. I'm sorry. Mm. The one about COVID and then there's one about the COVID vaccine. Oh, God. So they do a whole thing about how COVID started and where it came from and all kinds of stuff. And then like the most recent one I saw was about the vaccine where they have it like this exclusive club where only the older people, you know, because at the time it was only older yeah. people first could get it. The, old, the older people could get into the club and get the vaccine and, you know, whatever. Anyway, so I think it's funny. I'm laughing now without having seen it because it makes me think of the way people act out here like right. where we live exactly but that's that's the point and that's what makes uh, south park entertaining to me because it's all about that social commentary and the yeah. way that people act when certain things happen um so they did this episode about scientology and when i saw it years ago i thought they were bullshitting until i started to do the research so okay. let me give you let me give you a little rundown please do of this episode so knowing that I'll never go watch it for my own yeah, research purposes, I please. I know you won't, but I felt like you would you would appreciate it. Explain like I'm five. I'm not going to do that. Come on. No. Reddit is a way of life. You're going to get into it. Ugh, listen, listen. Let me you, tell you this shit. See. Go ahead. Listen, sorry. listen, listen. Oh, no. All right. <laughs> Shh. So it's from uh, season nine, episode 12, and it's called Trapped in a Closet. And I know you're not an R. Kelly person, but do you know of R. Kelly's Trapped in a Closet song in the yeah, 9,000 yeah. videos? Yeah, I got so sick of that video. Yeah, okay. so That th- one. He, like it wasn't everyone. Anyway, well, go ahead. Like, yes, I'm familiar. I lost track of when, they, when he got to like uh, the song 5 or something because it got real ridiculous real fast. I, I don't think he got out of the closet at all until the police raided his oh, house. Oh, God. <laughs> so South Park. <laughs> Indeed. So in the episode, one of the characters, whose name is Stan, finds Scientology and they determined that he is the reincarnation of the founder, L. Ron Hubbard. Um, we'll definitely get into Hubbard in a little bit, but it's just noteworthy at this point to mention that Hubbard was a science fiction writer. Yes. Keep that in mind. 
man. <laughs> uh, apparently, it's pretty good stuff, too. Uh-uh. My mother was a huge fan of the Mission Earth series. Hold on a second. Your mom was into Scientology? No. Okay. She was into his science fiction novels. Okay, okay. Because I know your mom was into a lot of stuff, so I, I wasn't really yeah. sure if that was Boy, one of the things. I that's wouldn't how have been we surprised. ended up in a cult. Well, that's why I said I wouldn't have been surprised if that was one of her things. Well, anyway, so uh, Stan is a reincarnation, allegedly, of L. Ron Hubbard, and everybody gets all hyped up, and, you know, all the Scientologists, I should say, get all hyped up, and they want to go see him, mm. and including Tom Cruise. Oh, boy. And Tom Cruise wants to know if Hubbard slash Stan uh, is pleased with his work, and Stan tells him that he isn't really as good an actor as Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, wow. And he's not really as good as uh, John Hedder, who is the guy who plays Napoleon Dynamite. And Cruz gets all bent out of shape about this, and he locks himself in Stan's closet. All right. So the ongoing joke of the episode is that Tom Cruise won't come out the closet. R. Kelly comes in, and he sings his stupid song, and blah, blah, blah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> why are you laughing? Because <laughs> of the blah, blah, blah. Yeah, well, you know. That, that's not really the relevant part of the story. Yeah, I get to it. Mention the, you I know. don't want to give him any more light than he needs anyway. So. <laughs> anyway. Um... But halfway through the episode, they go into Scientology's secret doctrine. Yeah. Now, before I get into the doctrine, I just want to mention that in order to learn about this doctrine as a Scientologist, you have to reach a certain level. So you have to take a certain number of courses first. And then Scientologists are taught that reading about this without authorization can cause pneumonia. Among other things. Yeah. You can get really ill by breaking the, the rules here. Apparently, like, as bad as cancer. In Scientology? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just by not following L. Ron Hubbard's word. You're going to get uh, cancer. Oh, okay. I'm t- that's what they uh, blame that, that one woman who came out. Her and her mother escaped. Oh, they, 20- uh, I think her name was Amy Scobie. Okay. Uh, uh-huh. Her mom passed away after she interviewed for that, uh, I think it's on A&E, the uh-huh. Leah Remini thing. Yeah. Uh, she passed away after she did the interview for them, and... They were telling people that, look, this woman got cancer. She died of stage four cancer because mm-hmm. she left. Because she left Scientology? Yeah, she spoke out against them. This is what happens when you don't follow the rules. <sighs> go back to that bite model. That was, I was about to go back to that because that yeah. is that's behavior emotional control. control. Behavior control. Mm-hmm. Thought control. That's mm-hmm. all of them in one right there. Yes. So just we're going to actually refer back to it because, again, we're just trying to determine whether or not Scientology is a cult. So what you just mentioned there, like you said, that is behavior control dictating um who the people's who the group spends time with yeah uh you're also saying that that's thought control right yes because you're planting in these people's minds that when you leave this organization mm-hmm. this is what happens to you that's going to control your thoughts and your behavior because you're going to be now afraid if you believe what they're saying which chances are if you're already in there mm-hmm. especially if you're high level mm-hmm. you do believe it's also emotional control if you leave you will die. Yeah, look what happened to this woman and right. her mom. Right. All right. So this doctrine here. Now, according to their belief, strap in for this. Okay. You betcha. According to their belief, 75 million years ago, there was a federation of planets ruled by Lord Zenu. Zenu with an X. Uh-huh. Now. I'm just, you know for all those people who are whipping out their phones right now. Yes, please research all of this stuff so you can be sure you can see that we are not making this up. This comes from what they believe. Now, due to overpopulation, Xenu had gathered beings from various planets and he froze them. 
And the frozen bodies were brought to Earth and dropped into the Hawaiian volcanoes, which therefore killed the beings. But it released their souls. Ah, uh, there you go. No, there was a catch. Mm -hmm. Wait a second. Now, the souls, which are known as Thetans, floated up to the sky, but were caught by something Xenu created called Soul Catchers. Okay. Following me here? Yeah. Okay. I imagine that's like a dream catcher, but for souls instead of dreams. Yeah, go figure. Um, so once he caught all the souls, he brainwashed, the, brainwashed them by making them watch some kind of 3D motion picture thing for okay. 36 days, which implanted misleading information related to God, the devil, world religions, and it deprived them of their personal identity. It sounds like good government bullshit to me. Well, this made me think of that episode that we did on aliens. Yeah. I think it was last season we did that. Yeah. Uh, where we talked about like the different types of aliens and how some of them believed in the cosmic law of one and yes. light. And so that made me think that maybe he tried to wipe those thoughts of peace and harmony out of their mind because he's supposed to be one of those malevolent beings that according to that book that I had read, The Extraterrestrial Species Almanac. Yeah. There are these evil beings in space whose purpose is to stop the spread of the pure and the true practices of the universe. Excellent book, as a side note. It was interesting. That was quite a read. Um, so I, I kind of tied that into that um, book <laughs> yeah. I, that I've read. Yeah, because, I mean, it had to come from somewhere. Right. He's a science fiction writer, but... Right. It, it bears an awful lot of resemblance to certain aspects of different things. So Right. And then Almanac also, we, when we talked about that during that episode, no idea where that information come, came from. No. Um, Apparently it's widespread, though. Yes. Uh, I've read that many places, so I, I guess. And maybe that was the inspiration for all Ron Hubbard. I, I don't freaking know. Um, anyway. I remember, this hmm? This isn't a new thing. Right. Like when, when you're hearing all this information... Uh, and how crazy it sounds. You got to remember the, the Church of Scientology was formed in L.A. Mm -hmm. in 1954. Like this guy's running around in the 50s telling people this. But, you know, a lot of the cults have a lot of cults have these beliefs where they say, oh, this is this new stuff. Yeah. But it's really when you research it, it's stuff that people have been saying for, for hundreds of years. Yes. So it's not really new. Um, that that kind of catches people sometimes because mm -hmm. they'd be like, oh, wow. I just heard about this. Mm -hmm. You'd be like, see, right. destiny. Right, exactly. That belief of the, the, the cosmic law of one and we're all one unit and and all of that those things, those are old, old beliefs. So, yeah. mm, you know, whatever. E either way, according to their belief, after the brainwashing, the Thetans were released and eventually they attached themselves to primitive humans and that is what causes our current confusion and strife and war and all of those things. Mm -hmm. That made me think of Greek mythology and the story of Pandora's box. Do you know that? Yes. Go ahead um, with it. Okay. Is this just a quick, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we don't want to turn this into a two-parter. Yeah, you know how I do with it when it comes to mythology and stuff. I nerd out for that. Uh -huh. So I'm, I'm going to keep it simple. Um, pretty much the story of Pandora's box, or even it's, it's a jar in some version of the story. Um, Pandora was given this box and she was told not to open it. But, you know, being the silly woman that she was. Well, of course. Air quotes. Uh, she curiosity took o took over and she cracked open the box box and out jumped sickness and disease and worry and doubt etc etc to be fair those are really shitty things to let out of the box uh, like she had to take some heat maybe blaming her for being a female wasn't oh, the right way to go but those were some bad things well that's the story of Pandora's box and that again that's a very very ancient story yes and that is what I, I it's the first thing that I thought of when I read about this um stuff with the thetans and whatever 
this dude sounds like he just started taking stuff that he liked, like that he read about. Obviously, he's a nerd. He was a writer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know he was in the Navy and all that stuff, all, you know, man things. I heard that that was bullshit, but anyway. Well, I mean, they got pictures of him being in the Navy. Uh, like, he was there, at least. Uh, he was on the boat, and he, he had to wear a fucking hat. So, like, he was there. He had to wear, <laughs> he had to wear a hat, huh? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, because sailor. Okay. So I'm saying it was like a nice hat. Oh, God. Like, it's not that kind of, like, hey, sailor kind of hat. Oh, oh, geez. It's a sailor hat. Well... Anyway, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like I said, there's a lot of people that uh, are into Scientology, a lot of celebrities, including Isaac Hayes, who I mentioned before, who you his voice was for one of the characters on the show called Chef. Yeah, the only one I've actually uh, really gotten a lot of. Um, I don't even know what to call it. I've seen Chef. his bits a lot. Right. Yeah. Pause. Oh God. Because it's like the funniest part of the show. So you see it. In memes or quick video cuts. Right. So after the air, after the show aired, he left. And people said he was, it was because he was offended because... The Scientology episode. Yes. Because he was offended on how South Park made a mockery of Scientology. Okay. And I get it. Like, you know, if that's what you believe, I mean, sure. uh, to me, that's a shitty reason. I mean, that's your job. Yeah, but... But like, okay. Whatever. I understand. Yeah. So... Here's the thing, though. A few years later, his son, Isaac Hayes III, came out to clarify just why Hayes left the show. Now, according to his son, Hayes's inner circle was all Scientologists, which, you know, based on the bite model, you're yep. only supposed to surround yourself with people who have your same beliefs. And that is not just suggested with Scientology. They have a system of... Uh like people snitching on you if they catch you talking yes. to anybody outside yep. of Scientology. Yep. So apparently, according to his son, he's saying that he, that that Isaac Hayes did not quit the show on his own volition. Somebody quit for him. Um, his son also made a really good point that I, I definitely saw and agreed with. South Park is one of those shows where they poke fun at everyone. So yes. you got the jokes on the gays. You got the jokes on the Jews. You got the jokes on the whites. You got the jokes on the blacks. There's a character on the show called Token. The right. token black kid on the show. And, you know, they even did a show about Mormons, which was also freaking hilarious. Um, but his son said that it would be hypocritical to let all of that fly, but then quit because of an episode on Scientology. Yeah. That's weird. Um, it's weird until you hear more about Scientology. Yes. Um, but even further still, with regards to uh, Isaac Hayes, the creators of the show, Matt Stone and Trey Parker, also recognized that something weird was going on with Hayes. They didn't really say weird how, but they just said weird. Okay. They said after the show aired, Hayes approached them and asked them to pull the episode. And they said that it seemed as though someone was trying to push him to do it. Like he didn't want to. Yeah. But they made him do it. Like someone is, came to him and was like, yo, shit's going to hit the fan if you don't do yes. something. So again go back to the bite model behavior control mm -hmm. they made him leave the show not because he wanted to but because it was against them it made them look bad and it did make them look very bad you know they they approve all the stuff that these celebrities do yeah like, uh tom cruise can't take a movie if the guy who runs scientology david miscavige mm -hmm. says he doesn't like that idea right which you should be able to make your own decisions by yourself why mm -hmm. are you following what what somebody's telling you to do well i mean once you fall in line with all the other stuff well like how there's you're not allowed to watch anything on television nothing not even like good-natured programming nothing no tv mm -hmm. no telephone mm -hmm. for any reason uh in the the odd rare case that you are permitted to use a telephone it's usually with someone else on the line listening mm -hmm. 
no access to the internet. Information control. Exactly. There are no libraries. None. There's the, the, the children, you join at like 11, 12 years old sometimes. Like mm-hmm. there are families brought up in Scientology who in generations have not watched TV, seen a telephone, know the internet. Like they know it's there, mm-hmm. but they've never seen it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only education they get is L. Ron Hubbard's writings and the church's writings. They don't get traditional education like you would get in school. See, that's interesting because um, what I wanted to know was what exactly is their belief? And it, it, I had never found a clear answer, but from what I gathered, what I put together, it seems like they, they want to save the earth and bring enlightenment and relearn the things that the humans were forced to forget through the brainwashing, with, you know, when the Thetans got brainwashed. Yeah. Relearn those things, which, like I said about when we were talking about the other cults and when we were talking about Grace and her family, those things at its core is a beautiful thing. There's nothing wrong with wanting that. Yeah, but the steps great. that these place these people are taking in order to bring that about, that's some shit. That's some. Mm. Yes, you can't be enlightened without uh, having somebody listen to you talk to your mother on the phone. Yeah, exactly. And and if she's not a part of Scientology, right? You don't get to talk to her. That's that practice of disconnection. Yes. And that is another thing that is um that's another part of, of the bite model. That's behavior control. That's information control. Absolutely. That is uh, emotional control. When you cannot speak to someone that does not believe what you believe, that's a problem. That should be it, a red flag right away. That is a as red flag. As soon as they say that. Mm-hmm. You can't associate with anybody who's not in this group. Right. Because everyone is out to get us. Right. That's that us versus them. Yes, absolutely. So I know you nerded out. So tell I me sure what else did. What else did you pick up from this? You, got, you had a lot of stuff when we were talking about it all week, week and a half, however long it was that we've been researching yeah. on this. Um, really one of my now I'm gonna say this in a way that might be a little offensive of, of course uh, one of my favorite parts about this oh geez uh-huh uh, because I can respect the hustle here mm-hmm. like this guy they've got it figured out okay uh, as ludicrous as all of this sounds coming from L. Ron Hubbard mm-hmm. this guy was a genius like oh. not by his word like this is it was knowledge like put out there back in the day this guy is a, an actual genius okay but the shit I mean I guess you got to be really smart to come up with the dumbest shit. Absolutely. So one of my favorite things about this is if you get caught talking shit or say you're, you're a part of the organization and you're going to leave, mm-hmm. they have scores of teams of lawyers and private investigators who aren't just going to come at you and be like, oh, well, uh, you know, this person used to buy illegal cigarettes without the tax stamp at the bodega. Mm. They're going to dig up everything about you. And if they can't find enough to mm. shut you up, they're going to make things up about you. Right. Like they... They're known to show up in public places, barge into like a family gathering. Like you're gathering with your family. Oh my God, we haven't seen you in 12 years since you've been a Scientologist. Mm-hmm. They send people in uh, disguised as reporters to ask questions like, oh, is so-and-so still molesting his children? Is so-and-so still cheating on her husband? That is emotional control. It is. And they keep attacking you. They'll go to your place of business. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you were a Scientologist, it's very likely that you're working for a business that is controlled by Scientology. They do that on purpose. That's like um, that cult that I had talked about in the first season where they would make people get on live video on, on social media, Instagram yeah. specifically, and talk about things that they did as a child that was, you know, a little bit uh, risque, I'll say. Yeah. Um. And that's just one of the things that will come up and be used against you. People judging, people are judging you for this. We won't judge you for that. But if yeah, they absolutely. leave, they're going to put 
all of your business out there. All of the judgment Mm -hmm. now. Yep. Uh, And they go to your neighbors, your family. Uh, They seek out people you went to high school with just to see if you still talk to them. That's crazy. And they don't just seek them out like, hey, you know, so-and-so, what can you tell me? Mm -hmm. They seek these people out and they're like, did you know so-and-so is a pedophile? Mm. Mm. That's that's one of their favorites. They they like calling people pedophiles. You see it in a lot of the, the, the video footage that you can find online. These people have the audacity to call somebody a, pedof- a pedophile, but uh-huh. they, they have a case going right now against Danny Masterson for violating women. I think young girls, actually. Um, but that's another thing with them. They have this belief that it's not about how old you are. Like, oh, yeah, your, your physical being. Your physical being age. It's your soul age. Yeah, you might only be 12, but, you know, you got the soul, soul age of a grown-ass woman. That is a red freaking flag. Absolutely. That is a red flag also because that's... That is that's, a red stain. Yes, that's encouraging pedophilia. Absolutely, it is. That's... that's. Mm-hmm. When you hear some of these people who talk out, they mm-hmm. talk about being, you know, in their early teens and these grown-ass men yep. are having sexual affairs with them yes. and warning them that if anyone finds out yep. about this... You know, we could bust you down. That's, again, emotional control. Absolutely. And then another great way to get people. Mm -hmm. uh, And this is an old trick. Filing frivolous lawsuits against people. They drain your bank account. Uh, They discredit you in the public. Mm -hmm. They've done this to businesses. They put businesses out of business. They made governments, world governments, Hmm. cave to them with lawsuits because the government thought it was cheaper to just give them what they want for now. They were very offended by that South Park episode. And the way that that episode ended was really funny because the same character that I mentioned before, Stan, um, he's, you know, he told them, you know, this is crap. Um, They even recall it a cult in the South Park episode. And um, the Tom Cruise character says something. and He's like, I'm going to sue you. And kids like sue us, sue us, sue us. And then the show stops. And then all the end credits, it doesn't have any of the writers, producers, the, the, uh, voice characters none of their names all it Stop says it. is john and jane smith wow mm-hmm. <laughs> um they they're they're quick all to right, sue people for some one. stuff they really are mm-hmm. they get everybody yep everybody if you go to their church as they want to call it mm-hmm. uh, the education you get is through the books that they write the yeah. books the based on the word of l ron hubbard most of it is exactly what he wrote still mm-hmm. but you know with applied situations and things like that as religions tend to do to kind of keep it new and keep it coming in right so now they don't just provide these books and whatnot they they make you pay for it yeah and they're expensive we're yes. talking about thousands of dollars for a set of books and for your teaching um that's not free either which you know i don't understand why the church needs to charge you to teach you what's mm-hmm. right but uh that runs into the thousands and thousands of dollars too and i mean these people talk about in order to be a scientologist and like get into a level that is really meaningful you're looking at spending a quarter quarter mil that sounds off top that sounds pyramid schemey to me it really is um, i mean minimum you're spending 20 30,000 yeah just to get in the door bottom level everything you own you know belongs to them yeah that's crazy you know um you mentioned uh Leah Remini's show and that was that yeah. show was amazing she goes through everything and they are hounding the shit out of her yes and but, everyone who participated yes including Mark Rinder as well who was one of those people who did um, harass people when yeah, they left. Yeah, he was the guy. Yes, he was they as, left. As, as far up the chain as you go. Yes, he was. Uh, he talked about how badly he felt about doing that to people. 
And in the show, the people that he's interviewing, and that, that they, both he and, and Leah are interviewing, he does apologize to some of the people for the things yeah. that he's done to them. And like, they recognize him. They know who he is. Yes. Like, this is a man who showed up at their house. Yes. Harassed their children. Yes. Went to their children's yes. school and yep. told the principal about how the kid's being molested at yep. home. Like, this guy did that yes. stuff. But one of the things that uh, Leah goes into her house and she shows the books that she bought throughout the years that she yeah. was involved in Scientology because she had been involved since she was a child. Yep. Um, her parents were in or her mom was in? Yes, her mom was in. Uh, she, her mom had gotten involved because of her stepfather. And That's then right. I think her stepfather had left them or something like that. And it was just her and her mom and her little sister, I believe. And when she got into uh, um, acting. Yeah. She was trying to support her family and Scientology was helping her, you know, get, get to where she needed to be. And she was at one episode. She was saying, you know, how much time she had to spend when she was on King of Queens, how much time she had to spend studying her lines, studying for Scientology, doing all the things that they wanted her to do, still buying all the books because they wanted to have someone in a position of prominence showing, you know, people Look, I'm a Scientologist. I'm successful. I'm this. I'm that. That's what they Absolutely. want. Absolutely, because that she, makes them look the best. It makes them look great. But she's spending Everybody all of this. Everybody loves King of Queens. I, you know, you know, that's my that's my favorite. That show got me through. Well, if you love that show, then it must be believable that this woman could believe in something like Scientology. Maybe I, you should check it out. No, I'm good. Um, I'm good. But I, I enjoyed this. Me liking the show has nothing to do with me wanting to be involved in her. Uh, well, not no longer her beliefs, but her beliefs at the time. Nobody, not everybody, can say that. Well. You know, that's how I roll. This is how you get Scientologists. Oh, well, this is why I'm not one. Um, but she was explaining, because I was just going back to the point you were making about yeah. about the, the money spent, how much money she was spending on these books. And she was saying you would buy a, a series of the books or whatever, then they would release a new edition, and then she'd have to rebuy the whole series again, even Everything. if they only changed one word in one of the books. Yep. And it was just spending all of this money. I forgot how much money she said that she had spent overall tons and tons of money on that yeah i mean there are people who are in for millions mm-hmm. millions like mm-hmm. if if you're sucker enough this is one of those uh quote unquote religions who will sell you rungs to heaven's ladder oh my goodness if you if you donate or pledge this much money to us it'll be such a good deed that we know you'll be one rung closer to the the afterlife that you need well isn't that the um, where they were saying it's where you sign that billion year contract yes they have one billion year contract yes. if you're high up in the in the organization, you you have a billionaire contract. I think Even that, if you're on the lower levels, it's something ridiculous. But I know you're forced to like for Sea Org and Sea Org. Yes, you have to sign the billionaire contract, yeah. so that when you die and your soul comes back, you're still a Scientologist again. And absolutely, they still the own your is. stuff. Yeah. And uh, if you leave, you get charged for all of the stuff. Uh, they call mean? it a freeloader's bill. Wait, like wait. say say yeah. <laughs> Let me hear um, this. Go ahead. I don't anything know this. that you don't pay for while you're there, mm-hmm. lodging food things like that that you don't actually have to spend money on Mm -hmm. they charge you for all that if you leave so you leave there after 25 30 years you're looking at half a million dollars worth of freeloader bill oh my god and now you don't pay that you don't get to talk to your family that's in there anymore right they might make an exception for you if you pay that money uh and speaking of the sea org and the billionaire contract there was that woman that you just mentioned uh with the mother who had passed uh mm-hmm. scoby yeah amy scoby she had signed uh her, the contract and joined the sea org when she was under 18 and she didn't yes. even have her parents permission yeah, i think she was 16 to do she so yeah that's crazy yeah and she was already having an affair having mm-hmm. an affair with uh one of the higher ups mm-hmm. in the sea org yeah at th- 16 years old i think her mother was part of scientology but her father was not 
Yeah, it was Some, something like something that. to that effect. I don't really recall the specifics of it. It's it's been a while, but um, interesting stuff. Yeah, and uh, I mean, you got to pay it, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, the courses. Yes. These courses that you take, where first you got to buy all the books. Yeah. You uh, they figure this amount of hours, like they do in uh, college courses. It'll be right. this amount of hours. You get right. this amount of credit for it. Right. Well, you have to prepay all that. And we're talking some of them are 15,000, 30,000. And the more hours you buy, of course, the cheaper it is. So you have people throw in three, four hundred thousand dollars talking about, you know, this is going to be my life. I'll put it all in now. Get this great deal. Learn as I learn. Well, when you leave, you don't get that back. Well, that's like college, too. When you when you buy the college books, you pay one hundred dollars for the book. And when you try to return it, it's like five dollars or something like that, because a new edition came out already. Mm -hmm. It's the same hustle. That's crazy. they tell you that you can't get your money back mm-hmm. because in your next life you can still use it because of that billionaire contract. You can still stuff. use the knowledge or the book. The the money that you invested, uh, say you bought three hundred hours and you left as soon as you saw that it was kooky, right? And maybe it only took you a hundred hours. Mm-hmm. Well, now what are you going to do with the rest of that? You know, hundred thousand, two hundred thousand dollars I left there. Mm. Well, you can't have that. That was a donation. Mm. But you can still use those credits if you come back in the next life as another person and remember your name. Hmm. But you have to do that before the age of 21. Oh, goodness. You have 21 years. Wait, wait. You have to, to surrender. You know, 21 years after you surrender your previous vessel to come to them and say that this was who I was in my past life. I was one of you. And then they will let you use those credits. So what if you don't remember? Then you don't get those credits. It belongs to Scientology. Uh, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. At least until that billion years expires, I guess. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. What else you got? <laughs> um, L. Ron Hubbard actually presented all of his crazy Scientology ideas mm-hmm. to the American Medical Association. Because okay. not only do they tell you how to live, this guy tells you that uh, medication is wrong. You can fix anything with vitamins. <sighs> and they're not even like good vitamins. Like I mean, vitamins are really good for you. They yes. fix a lot of fucking things. Yes. But the stuff this guy says was whacked out. So whacked out. That when he presented his stuff to the American Medical Association and the American Psychiatric Association, they laughed at him. They laughed his ideas off the table. They told him to stick to the science fiction books. Like that, the, he handed them science fiction, and they made fun of him for it. I mean, the the, the core belief that I just shared—that sounds pretty science fictiony to me. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I don't see how vitamins can cure bipolar disorder or schizophrenia, or you know, oh, there's, there's cancer. There's also a behavioral or... program. Where they will bind you, uh, bind your mouth so you can't speak, lock you in a room Stop for it. weeks at a time. Stop they it. did this ki- to, to a kid who had bipolar. Stop it. Uh, and when he finally came out of his manic episode after a couple of weeks, they convinced him that the reason he came out of it is because he went along with the treatment that they were giving him. That's the same crap they do for uh, conversion therapy, gay conversion therapy. Yeah, yeah. They just make you so tired of what they're doing to you that you say you're not gay anymore. That's so or ridiculous. you say that you're not bipolar anymore. That's so ridiculous. So this L. Ron Hubbard was so pissed off, uh, you know, like narcissists usually are. Mm, of course. Uh, that That's when he created the first draft of his attack at all cost articles of procedure for Scientology, which is where they send out the private eyes. They, they start suing you. They go after you tooth and nail for Mm -hmm. anything they can get and like i said if they can't find something true they make it all up to make you look like an asshole absolutely ridiculous um l ron hubbard was declared a malignant narcissist for the record that's uh, that's a narcissist who displays aggression of the utmost level against those who oppose them in any kind of viable or a public way at all that's that's actually what because i was about to go back to that because you said that um and 
you know, I wanted to refer back to our episode where we talked about narcissism. Yeah. And definitely some of his behaviors do seem that way. They line straight the fuck up. Yeah. Um, but, you know, when it comes to a lot of uh, cult leaders or possible cult leaders, we'll say that, um, a lot of them are narcissists. Yeah. And they throw a huge fit anytime yes. you ask a question that just kind of throws any kind of shadow of a doubt. That's narcissistic injury. You it cannot is. question them if you do anything that hurts their feelings in any way because the narcissist has some fragile feelings. You hurt Fuck their yes. feelings in any way and they are going to lash out in any way possible. That um, No kidding. Mm -hmm. If you watch the program, the Leah Remini program, mm -hmm. you find out that David Miscavige's wife, Shelly, oh, has been missing for a very yes. long time. That, uh, that was one of the issues that Leah Remini had with uh, Scientology. Yes, she, she credits that as the reason that led to her leaving. Yes, she went to, I think it was Tom Cruise's wedding. It was, it was Tom Cruise's and wedding. And she, she said all the higher-ups in Scientology were there, including David Miscavige. Mm -hmm. And he, she asked someone, where's Shelly? Where's, you know, David's wife? Yeah. And that was the thing. They shut her down. You're not supposed to ask questions about your leaders. Which, yeah. again, goes back to that um that information control his his actual words according to her when she said that mm -hmm. was you don't have the fucking rank to right. ask about my wife exactly exactly you're not supposed to question your leader and what they're doing and why they do what they do you're supposed to follow i'm sorry that's not information control that's thought control yes you're supposed to follow what they do blindly whatever they say goes absolutely period you don't ask questions it's very questionable um that she's been missing for years years Shelly Miscavige has been missing for years it's like 12 or 14 years or something uh, I tried to research that to find out um, whether she was found or not yeah um, no one no one's seen not, her it's not a clear answer I read somewhere that she might have been the I police read she's checked not. in mm -hmm. because Leah Remini filed a missing persons report which mm -hmm. is what made them start firing all of the shots at her mm -hmm. uh, after years of not hearing from this woman who you know, she provides emails and letters and whatnot they wrote to each other. Like, they were close on some level at some point. Yeah. So, it was only right for her to want to know where her friend is. Of course. And then, down the line, file missing persons report. Well, the cops went out, and they don't say, obviously, specifically what was said. Mm -hmm. But, apparently, the police were convinced that the woman was not harmed or in danger. Uh, but the way it was worded was basically, uh, we went out there, David Miscavige said she's all right, so we're good. Well, the thing is that they, the way that they justified this, they said that um, a person is, it's it's okay for a person to decide that they want to live a quiet life. That's the excuse that they have for Shelly's missing. Yeah. Um, Shelly's, um, not being in public. Not being in public, thank you. reclusion. Thank you. Um, they're saying that she just decided that she wanted to take a step back from the public life and just lead a quiet life. But, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't take much effort to just say, hey, I'm good. You know, yeah, show up for a photo once a decade. Yes, that's it. To me, it's very alive, alive. Exactly. I think it's very strange that she's she's totally missing in action and everybody's like, yeah, eh, it's nothing. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's just weird. That's very strange to me. If your friend went missing, you would, I mean, <laughs> you would be like the husband killed her. We listen. If we, she ain't dead, let me see her. You already know. If it's my friend that's missing, I'm I'm coming. I want to know what happened. <laughs> we talk about this all the time. If it's my friend, we talk about Dawn all the time. If Dawn's missing, I'm coming to find out what the fuck happened. I'm knocking on doors. I feel you. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be hard to fit us all in there, but <laughs> I'm finding her. We gonna find out. Exactly. <laughs> I'm getting an answer one way or the other. So I I don't I don't I don't play that. Um, 
she's I think that Leah Remini did the right thing trying to find out what happened to this woman. Maybe she challenged David and he didn't like it. Maybe something happened Yo. in front of her that she, you know, that she was going to say, I'm going to tell because you did whatever it is. And, uh, you know, they, they quieted her. Who, who, who knows? I'm saying quieted, but, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, the way David Miscavige is said to quiet people mm-hmm. is by apparently beating the piss out of them. Really? Uh, so many people from the inside come out and say that as far up as his right-hand man, mm-hmm. he doesn't even need a reason. Like, um, Say the government's coming after him and he puts you on the task of going after the IRS guy who said that the church owes money to right and you do anything except obliterate this guy and the and his family mm-hmm. when you come back and tell him that oh no sorry the lawsuit's still going forward this guy's gonna kick the shit out of you and if you try to fight back or anything he has his goons grab up on you when you go to their prison farm which you know basically you just do hard manual labor for the next 10 or 15 years until you pay them enough money to what? forgive you that is behavior and emotional control yeah they got a guy on there who who says uh uh, why would you take a beating like that right. to, the, to this guy? Like, why why would you just let him hit you? Like, clearly you're a, a pretty big guy. Like, mm-hmm. David Miscavige is not. Like, I can't really see this guy beating your ass. Mm-hmm. This guy's like, well, see, here's the thing. You think that he's right. You're brought up into this. You think that he's right for right. beating you up. You right. tell yourself that, oh, man, if I hadn't fucked that up, he wouldn't have busted out my teeth. Mm-hmm. I fucked that up. My bad. Mm-hmm. I had to take that beating. Emotional control. Yeah, how the fuck? That's what a fucking abusive husband does to yes, the wife. exactly. This is your fault. I'm whipping your ass. Yeah, you earned this beating. Mm-hmm. I heard that from my father so many times between my brother and I and my, my mother. Mm-hmm. You earned that beating. Right. Yeah, sure. I, I busted your hand, but you earned that. That was your fault. If you didn't make me mad, I wouldn't have done it. Exactly. It's fucked up. Also, I should add that when uh, the church was confronted with their whole we'll give you your money in the next life thing. Mm-hmm. They responded, quote, that's absurd and expressed that all the money donated is non-refundable under any circumstance. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But this is stuff you can find in writing. People have smuggled out, you know, different texts and stuff. You can find all this stuff in writing. Well, see, that's part of the that's part of uh, some cult behavior as well. When you join a cult, you give all your money. Yes, you give up everything. Everything. They don't give up anything. It doesn't belong to you anymore. It belongs to us. You put it in the pot, so to speak. Because you are now spiritually rich. Right. So that's that's all. Mm. Anyway, Mm -hmm. that was that was actually something that um, Grace brought up when her mom was involved. Yes, they took everything. everything. She had to sign over all of her assets. I think her car and everything. And of course, that was to cover you know like room and board for her and her children. Right. Like you have to give us your house, you have to give us your car, Mm -hmm. you have to give us your money, Mm -hmm. control of your bank accounts. Mm -hmm. We get it all. Yep. But we're gonna. It's in the best interest of everyone, though. You included. Right. That falls into uh, behavior control. Behavior control. That is, you know, you you have nothing outside of that. There's no reason for you to go anywhere because everything, your whole life, is right here. You have. You can't. And if you decide you want to leave, you have to start over. And yeah. who wants to do that? Nobody. The average person does not want to start over. Exactly. Exactly. It, you know how many times I've heard people say they're tired of starting over? And that's without someone having taken everything from them. Yeah. Like these people really leave you out there on your ass. I mean, I get it. It, it makes sense. It's very hard to restart your life. We're not being, Definitely. we're not naive to that. No, I've Both started over us. a lot of times. I was about that's to say that. Shit. Both of us have done that. <laughs> but. It's it's for your betterment in a lot of situations. It really is. It's for the best. The reset sucks, but mm-hmm. anybody who plays those video games, mm-hmm. uh, 
you know when you when you cap your character's level out and you reset it you get stronger in the end at first it sucks it sucks because you got to stand back up mm-hmm. you build yourself back up yeah but in the end you become stronger for it this is a conversation i had with uh, one of our followers this morning i told you i have a lot of conversations with people like yeah you know we, we have private conversations and that was one of the things that came up in this conversation this morning it's hard especially you know people have a hard time depending on the time of year you know holiday season right Absolutely. now people are struggling with that um it's hard but it's for your betterment when you get to that place and you can look back and see i'm so much better for doing this for leaving this because it's not yeah. helping me it's hindering me man nobody wants to be the person who has to tell their kids why their husband or their wife or you know the kid's parent is not going to be there this this christmas right but next christmas the christmas after even right. if it's five christmases later you're right. all going to look at each other and you're going to understand why that was the right move exactly and that was one of the things an ongoing theme in um that show about Scientology and a lot of things that I've read also this disconnection thing yeah where you're separating yourself from your family I know we talked I mentioned it before but I have to say it again you're separating yourself from your family and yes sometimes you meet people and you resonate with them and they they're on that same thought process as you as you and it's beautiful but anybody trying to force you to separate from people who are your core people separating from your children because your child doesn't want to follow what you believe in Mm mm-hmm and you're, you'd rather follow this random person. There's something a little wrong with that. Something a lot wrong with that. Mm-hmm. These are the people who you care about the most. So they're the ones that you will listen to the best. And that's what scares cults Absolutely. cultists. Right. Because they don't want you to have a connection with anybody outside of them. No. Especially one that could lead you to be, like really believe what they're saying over exactly. the church. Now, I'm not saying that, th- that there's something wrong with separating from family. Because sometimes you got to separate oh, yeah. yourself from certain We can talk about people. scumbag family members here. Right. We talk about people uh, who you were close to when they came into your life. Mm-hmm. The church comes in and says, all right, well, you want to be one of us. Right. Your mother and your father don't. Your teenage daughter doesn't. Right. So you can talk to them for now. But if we get any wind of you not believing a million percent what we're saying, you're going to have to disconnect. Exactly. And once you disconnect, that's it. That's a problem. That's it. If they catch you talking to that person again because they do eavesdrop on your stuff, they open your letters, you have no privacy at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're out. They put you out and they come after you like a dog. Mm-hmm. So now, with all this many, many lives things, your your body's just your vessel. Yeah. They program you to also believe that your parents are just vessels. Yes, that's physically why you're here, but they're not closer to you than the church. See? They're just other people. You There's cases like uh, David Miscavige. Mm-hmm. Got a higher rank than his father did in Scientology. Mm-hmm. And his father called him uh, David one day. And he said when he turned around, he thought his own son was about to knock his teeth wow. out. Because he didn't call him sir. Wow. They are not your parents in Scientology. They're just beings who got you here. That's the same thing that that cult that I told you about. That's what they teach them. It's, it's a lot of younger people that join that particular cult, the internet cult that I, I talked about. Yeah. I don't feel like mentioning them by name because F them. Some um, charcoal kid or some shit. Huh? <laughs> anyway, um, but they tell the children because these younger people, you have 18 to 25 year olds that are all on this guy's ass. Yeah. And he tells them, you know, your family is the, your parents are they just portaled you here. They just brought you to this earth. You need to find your soul family. And, you know. I, I tell you, that kind of thing resonates with me because I do Same. have a soul family. Um, there are people who, and you met the people, the people who came to our wedding. Those, that's my soul family. Yeah. Those are people that know me, know me. Um, so I, I agree with that belief, but I also have my family family, my blood family that is my family. And nobody can tell me to separate from my blood family unless I choose to for whatever reason. 
that you can't follow these people want to tell you anything to get you to follow them and believe this crap to put more money in their pockets and that's what it is it's all yes. about the money mm -hmm. they have bankrupted thousands of people mm -hmm. thousands mm -hmm. crazy and, uh, to go along with that just so y'all know l ron hubbard had the foresight to order a mansion or a home built at every scientology site uh at the time the, uh, that that information I found was released. It was only six, <coughs> six properties, me. six homes mm -hmm. for when in any stage of his next lives, he comes back. He has a place to stay already. The throne is there. When L. Ron Hubbard comes back, you know, like the Jesus they don't believe in. Right. Uh, he's got his shit all set up and there's nobody who can deny him his right to lead. So again, he, he's going to come back. Him specifically. Yes, him specifically. He is going to come back as the educated and enlightened one to rerun the organization. So who's staying in those homes right now? David Miscavige? No one. So it's unoccupied? Unoccupied. It's just his stuff. Oh, okay. As are all of the dozens of other buildings that Scientology puts in different countries. They're just shell, shell places. Everybody says that when you go there, it's a ghost town. No one actually goes there or works there. It's just a place because as a attack-sheltered uh, religion... Mm -hmm. They can't have an immense amount of money sitting around, but they can have an immense amount of real estate. So they sink all the money into real estate and don't have to pay taxes. But we'll, we'll, we'll get more into that. I just laughed at that when you said that because it reminded me. I don't know if you, you probably didn't hear this story. You know who Joel Osteen is? Yeah, yeah. I just seen something about him the other day. Yes. So apparently, you know, he's he has a church. Yep. Tax a exempt. Mega church. Yeah, mega church. Tax exempt. Joel Osteen, uh, there was a, a some kind of plumbing issue at his mega church in Texas, I think it is. Oh uh, yeah. And the plumber went in and found thousands and thousands of dollars in checks hidden in a wall in the bathroom. Crazy. Why are you hiding money, sir? Why is hiding money, sir? Everybody knows why he's hiding. Mm. Motherfuckers right now are going, damn, should have kicked that brick in. Mm. Mm. Shit. Mm -hmm. You ever hear about this gold record joint that went up into space? NASA sent this thing up with all kinds of information that they feel would link us to aliens. Like aliens would understand the mathematic equations and everything. I it's kind of like a universal language. I heard a bit of something. Can you, can you just uh, expound on that a little bit? Yeah. I'm, not, well, I'm they, not sure. They put a bunch of information about Earth and our people and the cultures here and our history a little bit. Mm -hmm. like, uh, there's a, there's for, for example, there's a guy I know who does martial arts. Yeah. Uh, they got the sound of him fighting on, on the record they Love have whale song on on the record yeah solid dude yeah um it's just all kinds of information there's uh like i said they being scientists they figure everything is, is math based everything right. that, that you end up figuring out actually is math based no matter what they call it they'll recognize the equation right right yeah so they send all this information out there for if you know aliens ever do happen upon it they see it they can learn it taking that and I believe this started before they actually did that, but mm -hmm. it seems inspired to me. I couldn't find a good date for when they started doing it, but Scientology records all of L. Ron Hubbard's works mm -hmm. and the church's works mm -hmm. on gold records. Uh, just like the one that went into, went into space. Some of them are stainless steel. Mm -hmm. um, they, they use a special kind of paper mm -hmm. also for these documents. Uh, they print it. Put it in a vacuum sealed container with a special blend of gases to keep it from rotting. Okay. And this is stuff that's designed to last millions of years so that uh, if future generations uncover it or if the world dies out and population starts over again. Yeah. Because, you know, whatever you believe in, people evolve again or mm -hmm. God hits the reset. I don't fucking know. Whatever you want to tell yourself, when people re, re like, populate the earth or mm -hmm. alien life comes in. Right. 
they'll find L. Ron Hubbard's word. So where is this stuff stored? They have spent hundreds of millions of dollars digging underground vaults to hide uh, all this stuff in. Okay. All around the world, too. That This is where Scientology's tax-free dollars go to. Harassing you, lawsuiting you. Yes, I said lawsuiting you. Yes, uh-huh. I uh, hear That's you. like bottling somebody in the head. <laughs> uh, underground vaults. Mm-hmm. Uh, housing for a, a zombie Jesus-esque L. Ron Hubbard to come back. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> this uh, this uh, is it like part of that when we again talk oh this was urban legends when we talked about that the underground bunkers so is, do they have that kind of uh thing as well like set up for them to go underground should there be like nuclear warfare or something is that like what you I didn't see that? anything about it mm-hmm. but I'm sure they do no they have those kind of vaults for the information okay so, so you probably... know they've got this and I mean L Ron Hubbard used to ride around in the ocean mm-hmm. on different giant ships yeah um just to get away from land like you know they got they got ways to not be captured. They got ways to get away. They got of ways course. to hide from anything of they bring course. down. You know, that that reminds me, again, referencing back to our first cult episode with that particular cult yeah. that I mentioned. Uh, this man has had all these, these teachings that he claims are his own, but if you research it, you'll see other people said it first, but he says it's his. <laughs> anyway, he has recordings of himself all over the internet, and he's saying that now he's out there. He doesn't have to teach anymore. All of his teachings are out there. So that in the future, people can go back and look and see, you know, because he, he's yeah. God, look and see <laughs> all of his teachings. Um, so he'll always be floating around somewhere in the ether. It's it's that, that same um, cult leader mindset. They, yes. they have this God complex that people will learn from them because we have the best knowledge. Yada, I yada, am yada. forever. I am forever. Yes. And they want to be memori- memorialized, which is great. Yes. We all want to be remembered. But these folks i had to just you know think about the word i was going to use yeah. these folks are just so mm. that was very nice of you i know I, I try i try to to expand my vocabulary and stop using four letter words all the time <laughs> but sometimes it's hard boy sometimes hey. it's hard i mean it doesn't have to be great i know anyway i'm, I'm better than that though i'm better so I'm, I'm i'm better you know you're a better person my soul my soul knows the right thing to do and I don't need to do the e-meter and have these people talk down to me and pay my two dollars because all I got is two dollars in my bank account. My two dollars towards Scientology to be Word. a better person. I can be a better person on my own. I just, I, I support you. Yes, thank you. But I also want to point out that when you tell the church you don't have money, they find out, like for sure that you don't they because don't. you've already surrendered your credit cards oh, and your bank see. account and everything information to them. And that is another and thing. You they, do not sur- so. So many people talk about, they tell them, oh no, we're out of money. Like we gave you the $10,000 we had saved up. Like now we're broke. Mm -hmm. Like we're about to sell our house. They'd be like, good, you can live here after you sell your house. Mm -hmm. And we have a bank that can get you a loan for $250,000. See, that goes back to that behavior control again. They're dictating where you live, Uh what you have, what you wear, what you eat, where your money goes. That's all. Just, Just refer back to the bite model. All of these things that you've pointed out thus far fit directly into Stephen Hassan's bite model. Yeah. There was this uh, reporter guy who his his whole shtick now is mm-hmm. going after Scientology because the way they, that they fucked with him after he wrote an article about him. Okay. Well, he tried to join them okay. just so that he can get the inside scoop. Mm-hmm. And when they got to the point where they're trying to get money, he was like, oh, yeah, I don't really have the kind of money. Like, you know, my credit card's about maxed out and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Guy says, hang on. Give me a second. 
calls down to another area says hey give this guy your information the guy shares his information comes right back in that same phone call with yeah we just got your credit line increased by ten thousand dollars how much are you willing to donate how did they do that see this is this is the thing here and this is always this is what i don't understand when we talk about scientology and the things that some of these people have done like we talk about the harassment how they're going after people and harassing them in that way yeah how are they getting away with that how are you accessing somebody's bank account or the credit report yeah. or whatever the case is? That just shows That's me that this runs deeper than what we realize. Yeah, and I'm they're not, protected yeah, under the same laws that make it so they don't have to pay taxes. I don't want to sound like super conspiracy theorist, but I know I'm going to sound like it when I say this. Who else? Like, How, how far does this go? How deep into the gov- our government does this go that these people are able yeah. to continue to get away with the things that they get away with? Definitely. How? And it's not like people haven't brought this to light yeah you know they're 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 out there now making accusations seeing what they can do legally Mm -hmm. and a lot of times what you're told is this is a religion it's protected you knew that's what the religion was you should have left just like they tell a a battered woman who's saying you know she couldn't escape she killed this guy because of 20 years of abuse well you should have left that's not how that works you knew what it was for 20 years you should have left so yeah all right this guy knocked your teeth out because you got the spelling wrong in his l ron hubbard book but you were there for that. Like, you didn't leave. That's your fault. That's not how that works, but I, I hear you. In the, in the 70s, people had come out and made a big fuss about some of these things. There were already reporters, like investigative reporters on, on Scientology's ass. Mm-hmm. Um, this one lady in particular, I don't remember her name, but the FBI raided different buildings for Scientology okay. and found a shitload of documents because they don't try to hide any of the documents. They just assume that because they're a religion... The government's not allowed in there. Okay. And in most cases, they're right. But this one, they were not right because it had to do with the IRS and stuff. Mm -hmm. And you do not mess with the IRS. The IRS got Al Capone. They will get David Miscavige if they want to. Anyway, they they got into this motherfucker. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. That's the key. If they want to. Mm -hmm. They found that they had pressed charges uh, against this uh, investigative journalist for bomb threats that she sent and the way they proved it is because it was her stationary that the bomb threat was on and they had her fingerprints on it wow yes so this woman went through all of this stuff wow well when the fbi raided in 77 one of the documents they found was them talking about how uh they had a scientologist pose as a a love interest for this woman Hmm. got into her good graces to the point where you know he would sleep over and stuff and he stole uh, her stationery with her fingerprints on Whoa. it, and that's how they wrote it up. Okay. Uh huh. And all of that was over taxes, and this motherfucker was uh, in all kinds of trouble because they also discovered that he was embezzling and using the money for his own personal stuff. And as a tax tax exempt religion, mm-hmm. uh, you can't do that. All huh. of that money has to go back into the church, which is why they now buy real estate. So just a quick timeline: guy comes up with this church in '54. They gave it tax-exempt status in 57. Okay. He had to fight for those three years to get that. But they gave it to him in 57. Mm-hmm. By 67, they were stripped of it in the U.S. Because that's when they discovered L. Ron Hubbard doing all this shit. Right. So in the 70s, when it came up again and these bomb threats things came up with the, the, the journalist lady, like, mm-hmm. this was a big deal. Huh. Uh, in 1965, Australia actually banned them, called it a farce. The, you know, the religion, quote unquote, yeah. of Scientology. Yeah. But 20 years of lawsuits and attacks against those folks got them tax exempt status there in 1983. They got it in the U.S. again in 1993. Wow. 
and they owed something like nine billion dollars in back taxes. Nine billion? Yeah. Holy shit! Uh, wow. Yeah, because they make that kind of money there. Mm-hmm. And I think it was a billion. It might be a million. I might be a little uh, fucked up on that one. Okay. But uh, I believe it said nine billion. That's what I wrote down. I gotta believe it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, they sued the IRS over and over and oh, over. for twenty-five gosh. years. There was never less than like a dozen lawsuits against the IRS and the employees. It wasn't just the government. They sent people out to harass the employees who had to make the decision and that's how they got it. Oh my goodness. They destroyed the lives of the employees oh. who were just doing their goddamn job right? in order to get that. Now they've got it. Oh my goodness. I couldn't imagine. You know what I do. I couldn't imagine being sued. <laughs> me personally. Not the company yeah. I work for. Me personally being sued because of my job. Yeah. You're you're harassing someone because of the color of their skin or their religion. In this case, because of their religion. Right. Really? I can see how like somebody would try to pull that stunt, especially given I don't I, I can't say what I do, but given specifically what I yeah. do, somebody trying to say, "Oh, you're trying to harass this person because you did blah blah blah." Like that's crazy. I'm not getting sued for my freaking job. Yeah, Get the heck out of here. <laughs> oh hell no! Wow. I, I know. You wanted to talk about this next point. I do. With with Isaac Hayes already mm-hmm. been brought up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to add on to that. That he's actually credited by Scientology. Okay. With having talked David Miscavige into including the black community in Scientology. And that led to Scientology linking up with Louis Farrakhan and the Nation of Islam. I want to know how. I want to know yeah, how. how the because I'm, what does that happen? I'm so mind blown by this because people who know about the nation of Islam and the way that they look at white people and mm-hmm. you, you hear the white devil and th- I'm not, I'm not, you know, justifying any of this. I'm just saying what I know yeah, yeah, of the yeah. white devil and things like that. How did this group of black people, these pro-black black people, Farrakhan, get involved have you ever heard Farrakhan speak with I have that's what I'm saying I'm trying to say it you know nicely wow. how do they these pro-black black people get involved in an organization that is majority white people uh especially with the belief that you know that's white people and white people problems we as black people stay out of that how uh-huh. how is that how 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 it's- and it's not just like a passing thing like they had an agreement or something like you see pictures of children in the nation of Islam holding up Dianetics, L. Ron Hubbard's book when How? from like when he created Scientology. That is mind boggling to me because I don't see how how these two things, how these two beliefs go hand in hand. I was skeptical because, you know, you can, you know, Scientology people, representatives, whatever, show up and talk to the NOI guys and they have a big photo shoot. Oh, look, kids holding books and we're all happy. And, you know, Scientology is donating money to Louis Farrakhan's cause and everybody's getting a new house. Whatever that is, you can make that look like a whole lot more than it is. Right. But then I've seen this video mm-hmm. of Louis Farrakhan actually stating to people uh, in in his, I don't know, is that a church? Mosque. Uh, in their building of worship. Mm-hmm. He said, and I quote, I found a tool that I know can help us. And I thank God for L. Ron Hubbard. And I thank God for his research and teaching. This is a video. This isn't just somebody's word. You can see this. Now, you know me. 
I, I, need, I need the whole context. You just, this is just the quote you're given. So I, 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 that was his opening line. Yeah, I hear for you. the day. By the way, it goes on from there. That's just what I took out because right. that's all I could stomach to write down. I, okay, <laughs> I know you. But my my thing is with that. I, I know a tool that can help us. Now is oh that the, I'm sorry that yeah. tool is Scientology. No, no, I know, I know what you're saying. <laughs> what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, is is it being posed to the people that are part of the Nation of Islam? Um, in a way that this will benefit black people. Is that what he's trying to Absolutely. say? Um, so we're um, going to manipulate the Scientologists in order to help benefit no. us? Is that is I'm, I'm trying to understand. No, that's, that's why not I said, it. And this is a couple years in. This okay. is a couple years. This video was shot a couple years after Farrakhan came out mm-hmm. and started backing Scientology and David Miscavige and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, what Scientology does is they come in and they say... We're going to do this for the community. We're going to help you. Right. And they try to pull you into the pyramid scheme. Right. Now, the Nation of Islam, NOI, is buying thousands of books. And we know they're expensive from what we talked about earlier. Right. For the kids to educate them. Mm-hmm. Even though it's directly opposed to their religion. They believe right. in a prophet. A Muhammad, god. Yes. L. Ron Hubbard says right in his own writings in uh, video footage that he does not believe in God or religion. This is what he believes in. And it's all that, you know, fetin, fetin, mm-hmm. fat shit uh, <laughs> kind of stuff. I don't know. But um, yeah, the, they say that they're helping the black church by providing these resources. Anybody ever hear of Narcanon? It's, it's a way, uh, or it's a program rather, that helps people get off of narcotics. Okay. That's a Scientology program. Uh-huh. And it's, it's nationwide. Like I heard of Narcanon for you know years now. Right. Helping people in the community. They're supposed to be so great at it. Um, but I just found out recently that that's a Scientology corporation or whatever. Hmm. Yeah. But and they've got dozens of them. That's just like uh, Grace's mom and the and the program that she got herself involved in. Yep. It was to help uh, women and children. Yes. It was like a battered women's right. refuge kind of thing. And then it became cult yeah it was actually a cult i'm I'm very they they hide behind these tax shelters right like that i'm very interested in this in this um amalgamation of the nation of islam and scientology i'm gonna have to get a whole other episode out of this like there's so much to it yeah i i need to i need to delve into that a little bit because i'm i'm very confused by that um i definitely need to look into that because i i don't understand i don't see how how they can see eye to eye Exactly. Yeah, it, it doesn't there's got to be something there. There's some kind of collusion that yes, we don't see in some way. And I'm I, I'm trying to I'm trying to piece it together. You know how my brain works. I like to understand things. Um, I got I got to pick this apart a lot because yeah. I'm I'm very curious about that. Le- leaving out the part that the NOI is pretty culty themselves. Yes. I'm gonna go ahead and jump right on saying that Scientology is a cult. It okay. is not a religion. It is a business. But only for the people at the top of the pyramid. Now, Scientology is a cult and a pyramid scheme. I, I watched something uh, probably about a year or two ago. No, more than that, because I don't think we were together at the time. Anyway, it, it doesn't even hear that there. It was about, uh, the show was called Cults. And one of the episodes was about the Nation of Islam. Mm-hmm. And they, based on, on the show, I'm not saying this is my opinion, but based on the show, they were saying that the Nation of Islam is a cult and they broke it down and the things that they do to children there and things like that. I, yeah. I'm not, I, I can't really get into it because I don't really remember all of the, the specifics of it. Yeah. 
Um, they they have a lot of little earmarks in that bite model. There are some really things do. that that made me wonder. So, including the disconnection, uh, including yes, that was a, that was a big thing too. That is like the biggest red flag. Yes, you have to disconnect from people now. Yes, I, it's I, just us. Well, I don't know whether the nation of Islam is a cult. Um, yeah, I'm not ready to pass full judgment yeah, yet, but me it's uh, very culty. Me neither. Um, I'm ready to say that. You know, uh, Catholic Church, maybe cult too. I don't know. But if you, I, w- I just want to point out again to you guys, the bite model. Again, behavior control, information control, thought control, emotional control. We laid it out. We pointed out all of the things uh, in Scientology that match up with the bite model. So yeah. with all of that in mind, I pose a question to you all. Scientology. Is it a cult or not? Coffee Cream and Convo is hosted by Heidi and Tommy Brown. Email us at coffeecreamandconvo at yahoo.com with any questions, comments, or suggestions. Join us at Coffee Cream and Convo on Instagram or Dead Savage on Facebook. Be sure to visit us on our website at deadsavageproductions.com. Coffee Cream and Convo is a Dead Savage production. Outro by Bree. Bye!